Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know where the hell we are, and do you remember what the heck happened? Well, we're still in Isaiah. We are. And I believe uh, we ended last week a little abruptly on chapter 24. We did, due to holiday and birthday shenanigans. Yes, uh, which means that today we're on Isaiah chapter 25. We are. And we uh, last time went over the end of the world, maybe? Yeah. I don't know, like, shit was splitting apart, and all kinds of crap was going wrong. and Quakes were quaking, it was and crazy. the earth was breaking. Yeah, and then if you listen to our Q&A, I think it had to do with uh, a greater theme that's going to be happening in the next couple of chapters. I was going to mention that when we get into the episode. Right. Um, so, let's. Uh, you ready to go ahead and do this? I am. Let's do it. Okie dokie. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. 
It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, so we're going to hop into chapter 25, but as you mentioned in the intro, um, I just want to start before we jump into chapter yeah. 25 and mention that in our Q&A, we did find out that chapters 24 through 27 of Isaiah are part of one unit of prophecy that is sometimes called the Isaiah Apocalypse. Correct. Yeah. And boy, 24 really uh, was a great introduction to that. It was. Because... There was an apocalypse coming. Right. And I kind of referenced it. I said in the uh, Q&A that we did, I, I called it a uh, Revelations Light. Mm. A Revelation Light. Sorry. Yes. Single yes. Revelation. And it, it does seem to be part of that uh, cohort. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. all right. With that being said, let's jump into chapter 25. Okay. Okay. Yep. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. Mm. Okay? Okay. You have made the city a heap of rubble. <laughs> awesome. I love it when my plans involve making cities heaps of rubble. Right? It's good times. The fortified town a ruin. Mm. Okay. Nice. Yeah. The foreigner stronghold a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. I mean, this is great stuff happening, yeah, right? Yeah, good job, God. Very excited about God here mm. and the things that he do. Yeah. Okay. Therefore, strong peoples will honor you. Because I know I'm always excited to praise and exalt somebody who is destructive and shitty and murderous. Yeah. You? Yeah. Um, no. Uh Oh, yeah. Opposite. Opposite. Right. Cities of ruthless nations will revere you. Okay. I don't think revere is the right word. Again, they're using love and reverence in exchange for the word fear. Yeah. Well, it's been that way all through the Bible. I know. I just wanted to point it out that fear is not the same thing as love or reverence. No, not in any way whatsoever. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. You have been a refuge, refuge, refuge for the poor. A refuge, refuge, refuge for the needy unless in their they were distress. In, unless they were in one of those towns that you destroyed. Right. Yeah. In which case, fuck off and die. Yeah, right. Yeah. A shelter from the storm and a shade from the heat. Hmm. You were so awesome, right? I mean, this God is so awesome and fun and great and good. Yeah, if he didn't kill you. Right. Right. For the breath of the ruthless is like a storm driving against a wall. Okay. And like the heat of the desert. So it's bad. It's not. It's so the like the breath of that seems fruitless to me. Well, he he's saying the breath of the ruthless. God is ruthless. Isn't that great? I love a ruthless God. Yeah, but he's saying, but he's saying the ruthless worship him and like him, and he's saying that their breath is the same as. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not quite understanding what they're trying to get at The here. breath of the ruthless, the breath of God is like a storm driving against a wall and like the heat of the desert. Okay. Are it's, you sure about that? Because I, I thought he was saying that the ruthless like God and that the, 
So they were just saying no, something. Okay. No. Right. They're saying you've been a refuge for all of these needy people. And the breath of the ruthless is like a storm. He's calling God ruthless. Okay. All right. And like the heat of the desert. You silence the uproar of foreigners as heat is reduced by the shadow of a cloud. So the song of the ruthless is stilled. Maybe you were right. Yeah. Oh, okay. You said you had said something about them earlier that wasn't in mm. reference to God. And then, yeah. Who so. could know? God's a dick. So anytime they're like, God is a dick. I'm like, you were talking about God just then right. being a dick. Right. But no, not. Yep. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples. A banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, and the finest of wines. Mm, yum, yum, Sounds yum, yum, yum. delicious. On this mountain, mountain of food and wine. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like my heaven, you know? Yeah. On this mountain, he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all na- nations. Okay. He will swallow up death forever. I don't need to live forever, honestly. Right, Just yeah. Just a, a long while would be nice, but I don't need forever. I'm not greedy. Yeah, and is this still... Well, I guess this is this is where people... Where, okay. So I, <laughs> what are you trying to say? I don't... So, like, this... I get the swallowing up death forever is where Christians get, like, you know, the world's going to end, but then the... You know, I, I understand that this is, like, an end times reference, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just... It's just that we went from, like, simple, immediate prophecies... Mm-hmm. to this end time shit mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm a little bit baffled as to how we we made this transition right i'm still kind of reeling over what has happened like how did we thus get far here? yeah the sovereign lord will wipe away the tears from all faces he will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth the lord has spoken ah that doesn't sound as good as it sounded right you know like yeah <laughs> This means we're all going to die, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way I'm taking this anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. In that day, in that day, yeah, they will say, surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. Mm. I mean, he killed a lot of people, but fuck, man. He let me live. Yeah. Awesome. Right. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. I'm so excited that I get to live amongst the rubble. Right. The hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, but Moab will be trampled in their land. (laughs) Yeah. As straw is trampled down in the manure. Damn. Love me some murder and man. Right. They will stretch out their hands in it as swimmers stretch out their hands to swim. God will bring down their pride despite the cleverness of their hands. He will bring down your high fortified walls and lay them low. He will bring them down to the ground, to the very dust. The end. Okay. Fuck you and die unless you're me and I get to live and you get to die. Yay, yay, yay. God is great. Well, and even that, that like the what he's talking about is very hard to follow because some of it sounded like he's killing everybody and taking everybody that he likes to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of it sounded like, no, you guys are going to be okay. We're just going to trample Moab. Right. You know, like it was really hard to follow with regard to some of that. But some some of the words they used are definitely going to be used by Christians to say this is a 
prophecy of end times. I can see mm-hmm. that. I can see yeah. some of the words meaning some of the things, mm-hmm. right? But then we transitioned right Mm -hmm. back to Moab Mm -hmm. and immediate neighbors being trampled. So which is it? Is it an immediate prophecy or is it, you know, uh, end times prophecy? I say both. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just, it's, it's not easy to follow. So No, it's definitely not. All right. Well, that was Isaiah chapter 25. Mm -hmm. Part of the uh, end times Isaiah Apocalypse. Right, which also might also be just an immediate thing that's happening to Moab and things, the other people that God doesn't like. and he's In just, the immediate vicinity of right. geography and history. Just with stronger words. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. So that was 25. Tomorrow we'll be back with... Um, Isaiah chapter 26. All right, we'll see you guys then. Yep, bye. Husband! Wife! Do you remember where we are and what we're doing and what happened and how we got here? Well, we just finished Isaiah chapter 25. Sure and did. in that chapter, it seemed like the whole world was going to end or it might have just been Moab. I'm not really sure. One of the two was going to happen, maybe, mm-hmm. possibly. Sure. And so that's, that's and, and there was like lots of prophecy stuff. And Babylonia and yeah. Phoenicia and... Sure. Um... All them other guys. Yeah, things and it's, stuff. It's all falling down. It sure the fuck is. All right, so that was Isaiah chapter 25. Yes. And that would mean today we're covering... Isaiah chapter 26. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so... Here we are jumping into Isaiah chapter 26. Okay. Are you ready for this? I am ready as I'll ever be. In that day. That day, yes. You know, that day. The one, yeah. This song that I'm about to sing oh, for Jesus you. Jesus Christ. Will be sung in the land of Judah. Oh, okay. We have a strong city. We built this city. <laughs> God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. <laughs> Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter, the nation that keeps faith. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Okay. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. Okay. This is so As New opposed Testament. to the, the, the faux Lord. Is there like a, like not the Lord himself. The other Don't lords. trust in that Lord. The, you know, the Lord himself. That's the one, not the other one. All the other lords is. Yeah. And ladies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he humbles those who dwell on high. He lays the lofty city low. He levels it to the ground and casts it down to the earth. Mm. Feet trample it down. Whee! The feet of the oppressed. The footsteps of the poor. Stomp, stomp, stomp. The path of the righteous level. Do you know, I, I have to interject here for just a second because he always, whenever we're talking about destruction and those who are, who are lifted up, right? Mm-hmm. They're the poor, they're the, tr- the trodden upon, they're the, mm-hmm. you know, the lesser than, right? It just feels to me like maybe these are uprisings mm-hmm. of people who've been shit on for way too long. Kinda and like, that happens pretty much throughout history. You mean kind of like currently with all the strikes? Well, yeah, I mean, take anything, you know, I mean, there's been 
countless times where poor people or or people that have been shit on have rose up and said, no, fuck you. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take God. It takes people who had, that, that have had a fuck enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. People that are like, you know what? The righteous is not level. We gonna level it. Right. You know? Women's gonna take the vote. And we gonna have it. Sometimes, you know, powers that be leave you no other option but to fight back. Yeah. And and I don't think that this is God so much as just people. People don't like being shit on. Go figure. Right. Yeah. Imagine. I can't. <laughs> imagine that oppression sucks for a minute. Yeah. And that people don't want to do it. Right. And right. have it on them. Yeah. Huh. Sorry. I, just, I, I had to throw that out there because like it's always the same story. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that doesn't mean that's not God. That's just that's people rising up. Yeah. That's all. Exactly. The path of the righteous is level. You, the all caps upright one. Okay, okay so these are the good ones for with the, God. The right? good ends. Yeah, the good ones. Make the way of the righteous smooth. Okay. Smooth. Let those oppressed people walk a good. Is there a easy difference? I wonder down. between righteous and upright. Like so, the the ones that are upright make the path smooth for the righteous. Mm-hmm. So are the righteous slightly different from the upright? Yeah, the upright are the ones that are not only followers of God, they're also rich. The oh. righteous are not capital letters. Got so it. that means they're poor. Got they're it. still followers of God, but they're oppressed. They're Got poor. it. Okay. Yep, they're merely righteous. <laughs> yes, Lord, walking in the way of your laws, we wait for you. Your name and renown are the desire of our hearts. My soul yearns for you in the night. Oh, man. Mm. In the morning, my spirit longs for you. (laughs) Uh, When your judgments come upon the earth, the people of the world learn righteousness. I just have to, for the record, Mm -hmm. I hate that. I'm just reading what it says. No, no, no. Not (laughs) not the moaning and the groaning. It says there was longing. I was just... Trying to sure. add a little bit to sure did. let that longing be understood yeah. and artistic license, mm-hmm. question mark? Yeah, okay. All right. Just let I it, was just interjecting my opinion there, that's all. Let an artist work here. Oh, okay. okay. Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. All right. But when grace is shown to the wicked, like what just happened right now when I was showing Wait, grace to you, I, the wicked. I am the wicked one? You're the wicked. Mm. You are not letting me be... My creative person. Oh, I, I I totally did. I just commented afterward. Yeah, that was That's wicked. All? That was wicked? It was wicked. Okay, all right. And I was showing grace by not arguing with you and just saying, well, let an artist create. Okay, all right, okay. yeah. So, but when grace is shown to the wicked, they do not learn righteousness. Mm. See, I... I guess matter, I didn't learn. It doesn't matter what I do with you. You're <laughs> always an asshole. Even in a land of uprightness, they go on doing evil and do not regard the majesty of the Lord. Hmm. Lord, your hand is lifted high, but they do not see it. No, because it's invisible. Yeah, and you've specifically said we can't see you and or hear you or anything. You know what else is invisible? Wonder Woman's airplane. Wait, does Wonder Woman have an airplane? Yeah, it's I invisible. I, I I'm not a big like I don't follow Wonder Woman. So. I mean, I don't follow her. It's just like it's well known that she has an invisible jet 
She's got like her lasso of truth. Okay. All right. Are you familiar with any I'm of I'm familiar with the lasso, yeah. Okay, what about her like wrist cuffs? Like she well, clinks sure. them together and I don't know, something good happens? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know about that. But you don't know her I don't recall airplane? the invisible airplane, no. Oh my God. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I have to apologize on your behalf. Sorry, world. Yeah. Sorry yeah. that husband did not know about that invisible airplane. I'll, oh. get, I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let them see your zeal for your people and be put to shame. Let the fire reserved for your enemies consume them. Mm. That's a nice way of saying, go to hell, motherfuckers. Yeah. You so evil. It's a, it's a unique way of saying that, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, normally it's so much more dumb sounding when people say go to hell go to hell yeah i'm gonna say let the fire reserve for your enemies consume you yeah no i like that a lot better uh, like i it, i would actually be impressed if somebody said that on twitter or something you know i, know, I would be like somebody read isaiah <laughs> lord you establish peace for us all the how how does he establish peace for us all i've seen this whole fucking book is war 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 yeah well he establishes peace by killing everybody that's not peace. I mean, it is after you kill everybody. No, because there's still people left and they come back and they get you. Right. But then you kill them, too. And then you got and, more peace. And it's war. It's never peace. There's never peace. But I there's mean, never peace. Briefly after you kill all the people, you know, No. I'm just saying there's never peace. Not okay. even briefly. All right. I don't buy it. OK. Um, all that we have accomplished, you have done for us. Hmm. Okay. False. Right. False. Yeah. Um, because I'm trying really hard to learn Latin, and I gotta tell you, God's not helping. Anytime I remember something, I'm taking fucking credit for that shit. Well, yeah. Because I am not good at memorizing things. But they would say you're one of the evil ones. Well, you're you're not recognizing God's help. That's what they would say. Well, and I would say I I don't recognize that. Right. Get the fuck out of my house. I'm trying to study. Sure. Why are you arguing with me? I agree with you. I just, that's what people, like, there, there's this whole, like, belief that you, like, they people think that you have to accept God into your heart in order to be able to see God or feel God or know God. And I'm like, what does that even really mean? Like, I don't understand what you want me to do here. It doesn't mean shit to me. I've I have gone through times in my past when I was younger mm-hmm. when I really wanted to understand what this is mm-hmm. and I I feel like I was like okay I'm I'm willing to you know believe here like what's going on show man show me something show me something flip my switch like Do help a me thing. help me out here yeah and I I never felt anything I never got anything and I know lots of people who are ex Christians who tried way fucking harder than I did. Mm-hmm. That never felt like they 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 would say that they did have moments where they felt the touch of God, but in in retrospect they would say, but that was something else. That was the fervor of the moment. That was mm-hmm. you know these things that happened that where I was surrounded with this idea. You know, right? Or it was a moment of appreciating beauty that I didn't need God for. Right. Right. You. You can look at them through different lenses. It doesn't require a god. And the when you're when you're indoctrinated into these beliefs, you have a hard time seeing outside of that bubble that you built for yourself and you you just can't see it any other way. 
I have a friend who he literally told me I have felt the touch of God. And I was like, what did that feel like? Right. And he thought I was being a smart ass. No, like, and I'm well, like, seriously, we want to know, like, what do you mean by that? Like, I'm not being a smart ass. I am like, are you saying you felt the touch figuratively or literally? And was it like a fist? Was it a feather? Was it a finger? Was it on your nose? Like, I sound like I'm being a smart ass. And I, I grant you that sometimes I am being a smart ass. But like right now, I'm literally asking, what do you mean by that, though? Yeah. I don't know what you mean. Like, when you say you felt it, does that mean that it was just an emotion was stirred? Right. Because I have emotions stirred in me all the fucking time. Well, and that's just it. I've never, I've never heard a satisfactory answer to that. I've never heard one that I'm like, oh, really? That's, that's interesting. You know, not one that that makes me think I'm, I'm going to reexamine my beliefs. You know, I've never right. heard an answer that made me think anything more than you're interpreting it a different way that involves a God that you believe in already. I mean. Okay, here are things that I have, quote unquote, experienced. Sure. Okay? Yeah. And I say experienced because I can describe them physically and they don't involve God, but they were cool nonetheless. Right. Okay? Yeah. So I went to this um, art women's retreat thing. Yes. And um, there was a lot of like hooky New agey bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I really enjoyed um, being around other creative people. I didn't get so much into, like, the yoga and meditation, which no shade on that. Yoga and meditation is good for a lot of people. Sure. Okay? Yeah. It just, like, that's not what I was there for. Yeah. But um, there there were a couple of instances where we did some really, really cool things. Like, one time we stood in a circle we were all holding hands and we all just like hummed at a different like tone. Yeah. And over the course of time, our hums like kind of evened out. Like somebody who had started out high eventually came down and somebody who had started out low eventually came up so that like there was this just one solid tone. Yeah. That, that we all struck. Right. And that was really cool in, I, I wouldn't call it a magical phenomenon, just in a, like, you could feel the vibration of, of like, when you have a cat purring on you kind right, of thing. Right, yeah. Like, that. It wasn't magic. It was just, like... Right. But if you brought into that moment a belief in something mm-hmm. more than yourself... Um, it, it could mean way more. Sure. You know, like, like it could were, mean something different. There were people like talking about the goddess. Like that was a big thing that weekend. And like, right. I'm no more into the goddess than I am into God. Right. Because to me, it's just all different forms of magic. And I'm just not into magic. I see a lot of the new age stuff as more of like a meditation type thing. I'm more of a mm-hmm. like um, retreating within your mind, within yourself, within your, you know, just sure. letting yourself experience things right like being in the moment sure uh, being present that kind of thing yeah which sure. i i have no doubt that people experience powerful things when they are especially in a group like that mm-hmm. and doing things to channel different energies like and, and by energies i mean like not the, the magic hum- energies. not magic energies yeah right, but i mean yeah. like 
just like the humming thing, the, mm -hmm. you know, just um, meditation, you know, like meditating sure. when you clear your mind and start, you know, there's different things that can happen that are not They're magical. They're not magic. They're not. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, like somebody that's sitting for an hour in prayer and walks away feeling relaxed. Like, I hate to tell you this, but what you just did was meditation. Right. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I'm not making fun of you for it. It's great. But you'll have to excuse me for calling that what it is. It's right. not God. It's meditation. Yeah. And and if you didn't walk away from it, relax. I'm. I, you did it wrong. Right. You know, because sure. if you're just laying there praying or meditating or whatever the fuck you want to call it, where you're getting in touch with your, you know, inner self. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You know, you should you should at least walk away a little bit relaxed, maybe right. even drained. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't I don't know how we got on that topic, but that is an experience that I had that to me was just, oh, that's cool. That was neat. Yeah. That other people attributed a godlike thing to. Sure. And so I can just only imagine what a church experience must be like. And and would somebody else have said have said, I felt God in that moment. Right. And is that what you mean when you say I felt God? I I mean, based on what I have heard people talk about, I, I think that's about that about sums it up. Yeah. Well, why do you have to make it magic? Why can't it just be cool that cats purr? Well, because okay. <laughs> like, you grew up knowing certain things, right? You you know you know without fail certain things are real, right? Mm -hmm. Well, many people grow up thinking and believing without fail that God is real because that's what they're taught by adults, by their friends, by everybody that's around them. They are surrounded by this day in and day out. It's part of the culture they live in. And they've and had it so it's, it's as them. real as anything else that you could point out to them because it's something they've believed all their lives and will continue to probably believe most of the time unless they do find their way out. And that's but, why we shouldn't be assholes to People who are actual true believers because they just don't know any better. I I am never mad specifically at a believer. What I'm mad at is the things that they do that affect me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that that's where I always draw the line. It's where yeah. I always will draw the line. And, you know, if I'm fine with you having a personal belief, these are personal beliefs that you have. This country is a free country. But you know, see, we're, we're allowed me, to have those beliefs. It makes me wonder, like, if they walked away from an experience like that, to them, that's not a belief. That's a fact that that happened. Sure. So I could understand if, sorry, I'm just kind of like processing this thought out loud. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. But like, this is where this is where you have to have that argument with them. That's fine. But if you want to make this a fact, you have to prove it. And you can, like, that's where that's where it fails, right? It fails the proof test. You cannot prove that your God exists. It's impossible because it doesn't fucking exist. And that's the whole point of it, like, is that is faith. Right. Whereas science is something that you can repeat and reproduce and, and, and show work for that you can prove that right. these things are real. Right. Right. God is not something you can prove. There is no scientific method. In fact, it's it's smaller group of things that we can attribute to God. And this has been said so many different times in so many different ways, but like, it's just a smaller thing, smaller and smaller set of things that we can attribute to God after so much science has proven away mm -hmm. some of the other things that aren't God. 
Right. You know? Like, slowly, we're figuring it all out. Right. If we can just not explode the planet before we get there, we might have all the answers eventually. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I would really like that. Yeah. All right. Lord our God, other lords besides you have ruled over us. Oh. But your name alone do we honor. I see. So there, here we are acknowledging other gods. Mm-hmm. And they have ruled over them. Mm-hmm. But they're only acknowledging this god. Yeah. Because he's the big baddie who kills people if they don't acknowledge him because he's jealous. Well, yeah. Because his name is Jealous. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. They are now dead, those gods. <laughs> they Wait, no the gods more. are dead? Yeah. Oh, shit. He killed gods, too. Like, he's he a, killed gods. He's a god killer. Man. Yeah. They live no more. Their spirits do not rise. You punished them and brought them to ruin. You wiped out all memory of them, except for we're still reading well, Yeah, about right. Like Baal and Menoc yeah, and, and there was many gods that we know yeah. about before God. So yeah, and after actually. So uh, false. Yeah, false. Right. You have enlarged the nation, Lord. Is you that what have, killing people does? You have enlarged the nation. Okay. I mean, spread out. Your people have spread out. It's and true. They fuck have like bunnies and multiplied. They have re- reached further around the globe at this point. Mm-hmm. Not not. Real far, but, like, definitely further than they were initially. Sure, yeah. They're more than just a little tribe. I can tell you that. Yeah. You have gained glory for yourself. You have extended all the borders of the land. Lord, they came to you in their distress when you disciplined them. They could barely whisper a prayer. As a pregnant woman about to give birth rises and cries out in her pain, so were we in your presence, Lord. Wow. I'm, That's is okay. I was not ever like that. Of course, I don't believe I was ever in the presence of God. So right, right. Um, were were you ever experiencing birth pains and in the presence of the Lord? Either or. No. 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 Certainly not both at the same time. Definitely not both at the same time. Okay. Yeah, but neither. Yeah. We were with child. We writhed in labor, but we gave birth to wind. <laughs> So basically it's saying that we created all of these things, but for all of our pain, there was nothing to show for it. Okay. We have not brought salvation to the earth, and the people of the world have not come to life. Okay. Because we can't make life out of dirt. Like yeah, God right, can. right, yeah. We have to fuck. That is true, mm-hmm. yes. Or lab. We have lab, labs uh, Yeah, now. we could, yeah. Because magic bet, or bet God science. didn't see that one coming. I bet God did not see that coming. <laughs> I bet you that he had no inkling that stem cell research was right around the corner. <laughs> but your dead will live, Lord. Their bodies will rise. Oh. Let those who dwell in the dust wake up and shout for joy. Wait, what? I'm going to guess this is not about zombies. I'm going to guess this is either about um, people who believe in God are experiencing renewed life. Okay. Kind of like born again kind of thing. Sure, sure. Or that it's referring to the afterlife. Okay. Like when they go to be with God, that's when they're real. But it sure fucking sounds like zombies. It sounds like zombies, but I'm going to guess it's not zombies. Okay. Because only Jesus gets to be the zombie. (laughs) 
And I don't we're know. Not there was there, yet. there was that one kid that uh, I can't remember who it was oh, now. Yeah, that like one kid. And then I think Lazarus comes. Doesn't Lazarus come back to life or something? Um, somebody he's a, later he's a on. New Testament guy. Right, but like somebody, yeah. I think he he's comes like back to life. Long or something. lived or some shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he, there's that. But yeah. Um, so there's a couple other zombies in the who, Bible. It was one of them. Um, Josh. No, not Josh. Um, it was one it of the was, prophets that. It was one of the ones, Elijah or Elisha. Yeah. Elijah or And they Elisha. went to some lady's house where the kid had died and yeah. there was lots of jars of something or other. And they had let him stay there and so he was like, oh, they're real nice. I'm going to bring their kid back to life. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a prophet. It was really What's weird. Yeah. yeah. So he just did. Right. Just out of the blue. Because, you know, as you do. As you do. Right. Yeah. So he did make a zombie. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, let those who dwell on the dust wake up and shout for joy. Your dew, D-E-W, not doo-doo, mm-hmm, okay. Okay, yep. is like the dew of the morning. Okay. I mean, some people do have a dew of the morning, but that is not that dew. <laughs> the earth will give birth to her dead. Okay. That's so goddess of her. I just, okay. Like, oh, Gaia. Right? I, well, yeah, but I'm still struggling with the, this isn't zombies? It's not zombies. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, I promise it's not zombies. All right, all right. Go, my people. Enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed by. Hide okay. from God. Maybe he won't see you. Maybe you'll get lucky. Got it. See, the, see Lord, yeah. the Lord is coming out of his dwelling to punish the people of the earth for their sins. Okay? Okay. See, this thing's happening. Okay? The earth will disclose the blood shed on it. The earth will conceal its slain no longer. The end. Hmm. But, so the earth will conceal its slain no longer. And it's telling you to go fucking hide. I'm I'm still thinking zombies here. It sure the fuck sounds like zombies. I don't think it's zombies. Why not? What's why like you love zombies? I mean, you hate zombies, but you love zombies. I love me a good zombie story, but I'm so terrified of zombies. I just it, there's a lot of like coming dead people from the dust, and and the earth will you know re- what was it reborn something or other. The earth the will earth? disclose the blood shed on it. The earth will conceal its slain, slain no, no longer. longer. Right, like. Zombies are fucking coming. Hide in your goddamn room until they're gone because God's pissed off. All right, fine, zombies. I'm just fucking zombies, right? Okay, zombies. Goddamn God zombies. Okay, so Isaiah chapter 26, zombies. Yeah, totally. All right, well, that was Isaiah chapter 26. <laughs> zombies. <laughs> zombies. We'll, we'll dig into it more in the Q&A. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, so anyway, that was 26, and tomorrow we will be back with... Isaiah chapter 27, and hopefully no more zombies. All right. See you then. Wife! Do you know where the hell we are and what the hell we're doing? Well, we're in Isaiah. We are. And we just finished Isaiah chapter 26. We did. Which had fucking God zombies in it. And I loved it. It was great. It was awesome. I don't think they were zombies. They were fucking zombies. But I appreciate your enthusiasm. I am very enthusiastic about God zombies. It's amazing. What about non-God zombies? I mean, any zombies are pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. Not in real life. I don't want to see zombies in real life. But like, fictional Zombies and God zombies are all right. I swear to God, we're going to have zombies in our backyard one day. No zombies. And we'll put up a sign that says no zombies. That'll keep them away. Zombies can't read, asshole. Why not? Who says they can't read? 
There's all kinds of fucking zombies out there. Maybe we'll have the reading zombies and they'll be like, yeah, we're going to leave them alone. They've got a no zombie sign. I guess sign. it depends. What do you mean by zombie? Like, do you mean the living dead who cannot think and therefore cannot read? Do you mean the medically altered living, like from 28 days later? Do you mean, um, I, I don't know, like, do they still have brain? Like, what makes them a zombie? Do they eat people? I don't, yeah, sure. Because if they can read but they eat people, their reading ability is irrelevant if they're just coming to eat people. I suppose you're probably right, yeah. I am absolutely right. I have given <laughs> a lot of thought to zombies because they you terrify really me. You really have. Like, we'll be outside and they'll be shuffling somewhere over in the distance and you'll be like, is that a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> giving away my secrets it's true though i'm so fucking scared that zombies will be real one day even though i logically i know that there's no such thing as zombies yeah right i know this so anyway yesterday we read isaiah chapter 26 we did which means that today we're going to be getting into isaiah chapter 27 all right let's do this okie dokie <laughs> All right, so here we are jumping into Isaiah chapter 27. Okay. In that day. In that day. You know. It's always that day or... During um, those times. Those t- yeah. It's once just a- so, so fucking vague. Once upon a time. That's what it reminds <laughs> me of. Yeah. The Lord will punish with his sword. Okay. Mm, okay. So once upon a time, the Lord will punish with his sword. Not an iron sword, though, probably. His fierce, great, and powerful sword. Ah. But you're right, not iron. Yeah. Leviathan, the gliding serpent. Leviathan, the coiling serpent. He will slay the monster of the motherfucking sea. Why? What What did Leviathan do? It existed as a gliding, coiling serpent. But didn't God make Leviathan? And now he's going to kill it. Right, but like, okay, this is my this is one of my problems with God. Why does he make things just to kill them? Well, he didn't make Leviathan. He didn't? He didn't make um, knowledge. Remember, knowledge is no, a separate No, that was wisdom. That wisdom, was wisdom. Wisdom, my bad. And it doesn't really say that he didn't make it. It said it was over there. Separate. And so maybe it, 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 you know, got made at the same time. But, like, hypothetically, though, you know, well, there God are made people, everything. So there are Leviathan. People, there are people who equate Leviathan to Satan. Right. And so he's going to kill Satan with a sword. But wouldn't wouldn't God have created Satan? You know, you're getting too deep. I don't think this is that deep. I think it's a early myth story. No, I know. I know. I know what it is. It's stupid. But it's just, you know. Yeah. But like Leviathan, it's just, it's weird. It's just a weird. Like we got, we just got done with zombies and now we're talking about fucking water dragons. Water dragons. It's just crazy. In that day. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Sing about a fruitful vineyard. Okay. Do it. Wait, we're. So he kills, God kills Leviathan with his big flashy giant sword. Mm-hmm. And then we sing about vineyards. I want you to sing about a fruitful vineyard. I don't want to sing about a fruitful vineyard. But God said to. I don't listen to God. Sing about a fruitful vineyard. No, I really don't fucking want to. But you just did. <laughs> You're so vain. You probably think this Bible is about you. <laughs> I, the Lord, watch over it. I water it continually. Yeah, he does. He probably pees on it. (laughs) I guard it day and night so that no one may harm it. I am not angry. Wait, we just... (laughs) How did we go from killing Leviathan to this? We're done with that now. Okay. All right. 
keep up. So he's, he's protecting the vineyard. And he's not angry. And he's not angry. Even though he really is the angriest like, god that was I've such, ever read about. Was, that was such a bullshit, you know, there, there's, they gave no time to what they did. Like, they killed Leviathan and just like, and moving on. Yeah. That was it. This is not a um, story that appears... I just, I feel really bad for Leviathan. Like, you're this big, giant monster that existed sort of in the Bible, and then it's just like, oh, I'm gone now. I mean... God killed me. He was also in Job and in Psalms. Yeah. And he wasn't given much measure there as well. I know, but Leviathan. Right. So, anyway... If only there were briars and thorns confronting me, I would march against them in battle. I would set them all on fire. Oh. Or else let them come to me for refuge. Refuge, refuge. Let them make peace with me. Yes, let them make peace with me. Okay. That's his song. So this this is like him protecting his people, mm-hmm. and he's going to save them from people that are trying to fight them. And leviathans. And, and leviathans, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. In days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit. Yay! Now Israel's doing good again, apparently. No, it will do good again. Will do good again. Someday, yeah. sometime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has the Lord struck her as he struck down those who struck her? Meaning, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay, so you know how the Lord struck like other places? Yeah. And he was like, boom, you suck. Boom, you suck too. Right. Right? I thought one of those places was Jerusalem, though. But um, that's the question. Has the Lord struck down her, as Israel, as much as he struck the other places? Oh, I see. So he, he struck, but just not as much. Right, right, right. He's like, I let you guys sort of survive. Remember the remnants. You guys only sort of suck. Remember how we covered that a while back? Yeah. Israel only sort of sucks. It sucks less than the other sucky people. Right, yeah. Yeah. Has she, Israel, been killed as those were who killed her? I mean, ask the ones that are dead. Right? (laughs) By warfare and exile, you contend with her. With his fierce blast, he drives her out, as on a day the east wind blows. You blow. Hmm. By this, then, will Jacob's guilt be atoned for. And this will be the full fruit of the removal of his sin. When he makes all the altar stones to be like limestone crushed to pieces... No Asherah poles or incense altars will be left standing. You know, they keep saying that, like, over and over and over again. And yet we keep having Asherah poles. And yet we Asherah keep having poles, to talk about them. Particularly the Asherah poles. Right, yeah. I, I actually want an Asherah pole in my backyard. I mean, right? Because he's tried so hard to get rid of all these things, and they just keep being there. And he's like, you guys are all going to forget about those. And I'm like, I didn't, though. Right. And I really and want now, one. And now with mentionitis in the Bible, I kind of want, yeah, we kind of want one. Like, not to worship or anything. No, just, just to fucking have it. Just for like, the fuck of uh, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have an Asherah pole. Yep. What you going to do, bird? I mean, right? Yeah. The fortified city stands desolate on an abandoned settlement, forsaken like the wilderness. There the calves graze, there they lie down, they strip its branches bare. When its twigs are dry, they are broken off, and women come and make fires with them. For this is a people without understanding. So their maker has no compassion on them, and their creator shows them no favor. Are we talking about non-Israelites here, I'm assuming? I I don't know. Okay. Sounds like maybe. Right. In that day. That one. One upon once upon a time, yeah. The Lord will thresh from the flowing Euphrates to the wadi of Egypt. 
Remember, a wadi is a body of water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's like. That's a big amount of space. So, yeah. like, that's, you know, from over and, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's yeah. a big amount of space. So. And you, Israel, will be gathered up one by one. And in that day, a great trumpet will sound. Those who were perishing in Assyria and those who were exiled in Egypt will come and worship the Lord on the holy mountain in Jerusalem. The end. Oh, so he's going to, he's sounding the trumpet, bringing everybody home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and people apparently, like some, he said that other people, they could choose to not fight and, and choose to worship him, I guess. Yeah. So they're allowing people in at this point, maybe, mm-hmm. sort of. But as I recall, if you are not a true Israelite and you accept God from outside, you're not ever fully Accepted a real in. Israelite. Yeah. You're, you're like a secondary, second-class type mm-hmm. God worshiper at that point or something. Now, I am about to say something controversial, but I want it understood ahead of time that I'm merely delivering the words that I have read. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I have read that where it talks about from the flowing Euphrates to the Wadi of Egypt, that that is one of the possible um, origins of the term from the river to the sea. Oh, I see. Which... Well, and and much of um, Islam is based off of Old Testament. I mean, like it's mm-hmm. it's similar. It's a, it's all Abrahamic, sure, you know. Like sure. so, like a lot of the th- the stories are the same. And I don't know enough to I don't speak either. to that intelligently. I don't and either, I don't and I don't to. subscribe <laughs> to anything that even hints of anti-Semitism or wiping out a Jewish population. Right, which that term has the connotation of at this point. Whether that's what it originally meant, that is now how it is perceived. Sure. So that's why I prefaced my statement with that is a controversial thing to say, and I'm merely delivering what I have read. Right. I I would like to say that from my perspective, it's also controversial to be fully on the side of Israel. Oh. At this point, yes. too. Oh, so. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I was I was talking just about the phrase. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just I I just wanted to <laughs> state out loud that like I'm not real happy with what they're doing over there. Oh, I'm not either, so. uh, at all. I uh, like I said, it's a controversial yeah. thing. I think we're both trying to tiptoe around not saying anything because we're a little out of our depths and we don't want to piss people off or sure. be offensive and say the wrong things when we don't know enough about it. No, but I think I do think that. Given the circumstances and how many people are dying, mm-hmm. that it, it there needs to be a discussion as to how we pull back from this, how we get out of this, how we stop doing what that is happening. And we there. had somewhat of a discussion about that topic, but I think that is separate from the scope of this episode. Yeah, totally. totally. And so that's why I just wanted to say, hey, so that phrase is a thing and I don't like it. And that I'm getting happened. I'm getting signals from wife here to move along. And- <laughs> Shut my goddamn mouth. Shut your goddamn mouth. All right. Only because we already had a discussion we did. about the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Yeah. And actually, um, we can link to that in our show mm-hmm. notes. So sure. I will do sure. that. And, uh, and and I don't know for a fact that that is where this term originated. It is one idea that has been put forth. Sure. Okay. Um, well, do you have anything else for us today before we get out of here? That is not... Um, a thing that I want to talk about anymore. Nope. Okay. I am completely 100% done now. So uh, that was um, 
Uh, wow. That Isaiah. was Isaiah chapter 27. It was. And uh, tomorrow we will be back with... Isaiah chapter 28. Run, run away, flee. All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember where we are and what we're doing and what we read? Well, I believe we just finished Isaiah chapter 27. That is correct. And Leviathan died. He did. Poor guy. He uh, met a... Uh, untimely demise at the hand of God. Sure. Yeah. And then um, I think God um, did something good for Israel. He didn't kill them all or something. Maybe. I'm not yeah. really sure. I, I, I don't know either. I, I mean, stopped paying attention after Thank you, after God, Leviathan. for not killing everybody. Sure. I guess. If you say so. I mean, whatever. Something about grapes. Dude's kind of a dick. I'm totally a dick. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that was Isaiah chapter 27. Sure as fuck was. Which means that today we're going to be getting into... Isaiah chapter 28. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so we are getting into Isaiah chapter 28. Okay. But before I start reading, I do want to preface this with... A little bit of, I don't know, maybe a trigger warning. I don't know if that's quite the right term, but I want to put it out there that this chapter does a lot of condemning of alcoholism Oh. and drinking to excess. Okay. And I know that we have more than one listener who is a recovering alcoholic, and so this might, I don't want anybody to hear this chapter and feel like we are condemning um that state because alcoholism is a disease i it runs in my family and the condemnation that comes forth in this chapter is like you suck if you drink right and i'm like you know what fuck you no that's not correct that's not the way to treat people with addiction that's also not to say that you shouldn't try to seek help Oh, of course, but, of course. Yeah. But I just I just wanted to put it out there before I start reading it that that's a topic that will be covered in today's chapter that is not going to sit well with me sure. and might not sit well with other listeners. And I always want to be inclusive and I always want to be sensitive to what people might be going through. Because I'm imagining there's no solutions given. They're sure. just Praise condemning God. it. Right. Turn yeah, to God, right. stupid. Yeah, exactly. And I, I happen to know that that's not a thing. Right. So fuck <laughs> off with that. All right. So woe to that wreath, which in other um, translations, it's woe to that crown. Okay. All right. The pride of Ephraim's drunkards to the fading flower, his glorious beauty set on the head of a fertile valley to that city, the pride of those laid low by wine. Hmm. Okay. okay, so that's how it starts. Yeah. It's like only downhill from there. Okay. See, the Lord has one who is powerful and strong, like a hailstorm and a destructive wind, like a driving rain and a flooding downpour. He will throw it forcefully to the ground. Okay. That wreath, the pride of Ephraim's drunkards, will be trampled underfoot. Why is this wreath or crown the pride of the of Ephraim's drunkards? Um, I, I'm not. I'm it's not kind understanding. of like it's kind of like a tongue in cheek thing. The wreath, the crown, they're referring to is um, 
the fact that Ephraim is, um, I believe, the um, uh, capital city of one of these northern parts of Israel, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, I'm trying to recall because I, I took some notes ahead. Right. And so that's why I I recall that it said something about the wreath. The crown is referring to the capital. Okay. And right. so it, it's kind of saying that, you know, this beautiful city who is supposed to be like something that you look up to is taken over by drunkards. Okay. So right. it's it's shit is what they're saying. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So you can see why I was a little like... Let's just um, take a step back from that a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like a hailstorm and a destructive wind, like a driving rain and a flooding downpour, he will throw it forcefully to the ground. That wreath, the pride of Ephraim's drunkards, will be trampled underfoot. That fading flower, his glorious beauty, set on the head of a fertile valley... So this town that is it's it's in it's in a nice place. Mm-hmm. Okay, set on the head of a fertile valley will be like figs right before f- harvest. As soon as people see them and take them in hand, they swallow them. So that has to do with like um, instant gratification. Got it. Okay. Okay. In that day, the Lord Almighty will be a glorious crown, a beautiful wreath for the remnant of His people. He will be a spirit of justice to the one who sits in judgment, a source of strength to those who turn back the battle at the gate. The battle so being. So this is this is the people that are judging those who are drunkards mm-hmm. and those who manage to use God to beat being drunk. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Correct. This is a really weird chapter. Yeah. Like, I mean, why do we need a whole fucking chapter about how? Shitty drunkards can be, I guess. Well, it, I, it's really. I mean, I also protest the use of the word drunkard. Like, yeah. Oh, you drink alcohol to excess, you sure. piece of shit. Right. Like, no, no, no. Whoa, yeah. calm your tits, there, God. I, I agree. I agree. I just, it's just really weird. Like of right? all the things that we could, I guess they they condemn a lot of things, but this is just seems so. A whole chapter about it is just like. Jeez. Right, right. Like I said, I mean, Leviathan's death only got like a couple sentences. Right? So I'm kind of pissed off here. Right? And these also stagger from wine and reel from beer. Priests and prophets stagger from beer and are befuddled with wine. They reel from beer. They stagger when seeing visions. They stumble when wait, rendering wait. decisions. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Prophets? Mm-hmm. Prophets speak for God. Mm-hmm. They they apparently talk to God. Prophets and priests are drunkards in this town too. Right. No, I understand that. But if if this if this truly if if God is referring to these people as prophets, these are God's people mm-hmm. who are also drunk. Yes. And which is bad. Mm-hmm. So why are they prophets? Because even though they're drunk, they still give prophecies. But correct ones, because God has to give them. Well, apparently, yes. Okay, I'm. I'm. Otherwise, they would be killed. This right? just seems dumb. It seems backwards. Yeah. Like, it, 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 if your people are problematic, then they shouldn't be considered your people. Then, right? Right. Well, I mean, like if they're not actual prophets of God, then you would say that they were false prophets, mm-hmm. right? That would be yeah. the correct terminology there. Yes. But no, you're calling them prophets and which priests. Lends to and priests, 
which lends to the fact that they are communicating with God. Mm-hmm. And if they're communicating with God, that means that God hasn't condemned them fully because he's still communicating he's still with them. with them, yes. So... He's like saying, hey, you know how I talk to you? Stop being an alcoholic, though. But, and I'm like, but how about don't reward them then? I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't you stop talking. Like, if this is really a problem for you, right? Yeah. Don't you just stop talking to them at that point? Or, I don't know, flip a switch and, um, like, soften their hearts. Right, yeah. Stop having them have this Make them affliction. hate alcohol all of a sudden. Right? I'm sure you can do that. You're, You're God. God. <laughs> All the tables are covered with vomit, and there is not oh. a spot without filth. Fuck. This town is doy. That's disgusting. Right? Yeah. Who is it he is trying to teach? To whom is he explaining his message? To children weaned from their milk? To those just taken from the breast? For it is, do this, do that. A rule for this, a rule for that. A little here, a little there. Very well, then. With foreign lips and strange tongues, God will speak to his people, to whom he said, This is the resting place. Let the weary rest. And this is the place of repose. But they would not listen. Okay. So then the word of the Lord to them will become, Do this, do that, a rule for this, a rule for that, a little here, a little there. So that as they go, they will fall backward. They will be injured and snared and captured. So I, I'm, I'm assuming this is to, to say that God is, is basically saying maybe that they're taking his words too literally or that they're, they're follow that like they're, they're only seeing the punishment side of things and not the full message. See, or the way, what, I, I don't know. The way I was taking it was he was saying, um, the more that you misbehave, the more that I have to make little rules and then further little rules and then even oh, more little rules. Okay. I don't know if that's right. I mean, that could, that that's could be That's just the too. way I was taking it. I, I, okay. You're not paying attention, so I have to tell you, okay, do this, and then I have to tell you, do that, because you're, you're not So following. is he basically blaming the entire book of Leviticus on, on drunkards <laughs> then? <Is> that... <laughs> that's what it sounds like, right? Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, you scoffers who rule this people in Jerusalem. Mm. You boast, we have entered into a covenant with death. With the realm of the dead, we have made an agreement. When an overwhelming scourge sweeps by, it cannot touch us. For we have made a lie, our refuge and falsehood, our hiding place. Oh, okay. So, the, like they're literally telling God they made a covenant with death. Is sure. that what's happening here? Like, I guess we'll die. I don't, I don't think that, that's, that's not what I would say to God. No. Like, if I, if I thought I was talking to God, I would mm-hmm. not say, hey, dude, we made a covenant with death, and so we can't be touched, so fuck, fuck off. off. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's not how that conversation like, would if go. if you actually believe in God and you're talking to him, don't you be like, I have a serious problem, please help <laughs> me with it. Right? Also, if, if they're making covenants with death, they aren't putting a lot of stock in the power of God. Right. I'm just, you know, just making an observation here. Just putting it out there. Yeah. As usual, your people are flaky. Yeah. Right? Because you're obvious, you, you are not showing yourself to be as powerful as you, you claim to be. Let's put this out there. Every time you pull away from your people, a few generations of them haven't seen you and don't know you and therefore right. start to like believe in the things that they can see. Right. 
And and so then you get mad at them even though you have been absent. Right. So maybe God be present in your people's lives and they will not fall away from you. Right, right. After all, as you continue to point out, we are but shitty humans. We are but born in sin and filth, filth dumb, dumb, doo-doo brains, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're, if you're going to be like that and you're going to know that we are the stupid stupids that we are, be present. God's like the parent that pops out the kids and is like, I made you. Right. You know, like they're just like, that's the, their whole, their whole basis for authority is I made you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and then what, what else? What else did you do? What for other, me? what other things should I base that um, respect on that, that authority on? Because as the, you know, shitty teenager says, I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, right, right. It's not like I, I was like, I think I'll be born to human today. No, you have to earn respect. You have to show reasons to give for people to give you respect. You mm-hmm. can't just, exp- you can't just be right. Yeah, <laughs> but that's exactly what the Christian apologist would tell you is that no, but he made us, and that is the gift he gave to us. But even humans can't, ex- like, you can't expect that in any relationship as a human. Right. Why would we expect that that's the case for our God? Exactly. He made us apparently in his image. hmm So you would think that the relationships would work much the same way. hmm And apparently they don't. They do not. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, they do not. Right. So this is what the Sovereign Lord says. See... I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic. I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plumb line. Hail will sweep away your refuge, 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 the lie, and water will overflow your hiding place. Hmm. Your covenant with death will be annulled. Your agreement with the realm of the dead will not stand. When the overwhelming scourge sweeps by, you will be beaten down by it. As often as it comes, it will carry you away. Morning after morning, by day and by night, it will sweep through. Wait, so it's going to sweep you away day after day? Morning after morning? Death coming. It's like it's going to be a repeating process that you're going to be swept away? Not for each individual, oh, just, but is, for the uh, town. Oh, okay. He's talking to yeah. the town as a whole. Right. So he's like, death coming. Y'all y'all going to die. Got it. The plague is a coming. I don't think anybody said this, though. Like, I don't, this just sounds I like don't a bunch of bullshit. So. It does. Yeah. The understanding of this message will bring sheer terror. I'm not afraid, are you? No. I'm annoyed. I mean, I just, I'm, even in a biblical sense, even in canon here, I'm struggling with this actually being something that happened. Right. That It's not, this doesn't really fit Mm-mm. my my idea of what God has done or is doing. Right. Like, he's just, I don't know. Well, you know, I did forget to mention, um, yesterday was the end of that. Um, oh, that little section. 24 through 27, I think. Yeah. Where he was just talking to that one group. Right. And now we're in the next little section, which is like 28 through, I don't know, like 34 or something like that. Got it. Got it. And he's just like saying some other shit. 
No, I know. And, and I'm not saying that he hasn't said that he's going to kill people before he has. It's just that this seems very petty. Like that, And, and mm-hmm. again, not that he hasn't been petty before, but this just, I, I don't, this is so boring. Yeah. Like you're punishing people for being drunk. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not just punishing them for being drunk. He's punishing them for um, being perpetually drunk, for right, being right. alcoholics, for turning to alcohol as a balm instead of turning to him. I got that's, it. I got that's it. what the the deal with this chapter is supposed to be. It's okay. not just that they're drunk. It's the bigger picture. Right, right. The whole town is a fucking mess. Okay. The bed is too short to stretch out on, the blanket too narrow to wrap around you. The Lord will rise up as he did at Mount Parasm. Parasm? Sure. He will rouse himself as in the Valley of Gibeon to do his work, his strange work, and perform his task, his alien task. <laughs> oh my God. God strange is an alien. tasks and alien tasks. Huh? Strange and alien. Hmm. That's what God is, all right. Okay. All right. Now, it, says, it says right there. See, we can make a whole conspiracy theory right of this. God's an alien. God's an alien. That's what it is. Said it in Isaiah. Yep. Done. <laughs> now stop your mocking, or your chains will become heavier. I, my chains are just fine. Mm-hmm. I don't, in fact, you know what? I haven't seen chains anywhere on me. I got no chains. I mock all the fucking time. No, kid wears chains. Yeah, they do. Um, What are those? The, the decorative? The, the, yeah, like, the de- decorative chains. Like yeah. the, um, yeah. The, the ones that loop onto your pantses. Right. Your I, don't, I don't know what they call loops. them. There must be a name for it. Like, I always thought of them as, like, motorcycle gang chains. Right. But they wear them and they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, I mean, if it's not a style, it's a style for our kid at the very least. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Our, our kid is so cool. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, stop your mocking or your chains will become heavier. The Lord... The Lord Almighty, oh, to be specific, yeah, that one. Okay. has told me of the destruction decreed against the whole land. Mm. Don't forget, I, I'm Isaiah, Isaiah saying all yeah, this shit. Right, yep. Yeah. Okay. Listen and hear my voice. Pay attention and hear what I say. All right. Now, this next part is a parable. Okay. Mm. So, and and I say that up front because that's you know how what much the I notes love them. say. <laughs> I know, well, I know how much you love them, but... It doesn't specify as you're reading this. We are about to read a parable. But in my notes, I saw, oh, this is where that parable starts. Okay. Okay. Yep. When a farmer plows for planting, does he plow continually? Does he keep on breaking up and working the soil? When he has leveled the surface, does he not sow caraway and scatter cumin? Does he not plant wheat in its place, barley in its plot, and spelt in its field? His God instructs him and teaches him the right way. Wait, his God teaches him how to farm? Mm-hmm. Wow. Didn't you know? I didn't know God taught farming. I I want to get in on that. Right? That's like a <laughs> trade skill. Right? Yeah. I, I like that the specific things that are mentioned are caraway and cumin. Right. Uh, they must have been popular items, you know? Well, I don't like caraway. I, I don't. I think it tastes gross. But I have uh, cumin is one of the... Um, Spices that I use regularly. Hmm. I don't know if you're aware of that. Well, there you go. But that one and like garlic salt and um, what are, oh, coriander, coriander seed. Sure. I love that. You know, coriander comes from the same plant as 
um, what is that stuff that you like? That stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, cilantro? Cilantro. Oh, okay. Coriander and cilantro come from the same plant. Wow. One is the leaf and one is the seed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool, right? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. And um, yeah, so we use those regularly. And tarragon. I love me some tarragon. Mm, tarragon, take me away. And oh, the other spice that I use regularly, <laughs> I heard you. I ignored you. <laughs> I know. Is celery salt. Okay. I love yeah. celery salt. Right. Okay. Anyway, caraway is not threshed with a sledge. Duh. Okay. Nor is the wheel of a cart rolled over cumin. Duh. Caraway is beaten out with a rod and cumin with a stick. Of course. Everybody knows that. Duh. Grain must be ground to make bread. So one does not go on threshing it forever. Even if you have a threshing floor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he's saying... You know, you have to know the proper steps, steps. and tools and times. But, and apparently God can teach you these things. God you will just teach have to you sign up for God, God Farming cooking 101. Class. Yeah. And God, yeah, God cooking classes stuff too. The wheels of a threshing cart may be rolled over it, but one does not use horses to grind grain. No? I guess not. Okay. I didn't know. I, I doubt we use anything that they use to, to make grain these days. Because you know why? Because this ain't the fucking BCE. Right. That's yeah. Why. Right. All this also comes from the Lord Almighty, whose plan is wonderful, whose wisdom is magnificent, the end. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Okay. Got it? I, I, I have it. You know, it's... um. Go on. He's very vain, this Oh, God. isn't he, though? He thinks that he does everything. And, and they claim throughout this book that God does everything. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't listen to him, that you, you die. Right. That's that's just basically like the whole theme of the fucking book. Except that you die anyway, whether you listen to him or not. Right, right. No, I mean that that's fair. And and apparently you can be evil or good and live a long life, or you can be evil or good and die quickly. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't really fucking matter. That's all happened at certain points in the book. Mm-hmm. And so basically, people live and then they die, and they say there's a god. I say there's not. I guess we'll just you know let it stand there. Mm-hmm. But I don't see any evidence thus far. I that points either. to any fucking god, Mm-mm. and I, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit over this dude. He's just, he's kind of a, he's, no, he is a dick. He's a fucking asshole. He punishes people for stupid fucking reasons. He doesn't have any knowledge of how to actually people. Like he can't function. Like he, as a god, he's worthless. What really strikes me is that people hang on to this stuff as though it's still relevant the way that um supreme court justices hold on to um originalist constitution stuff as though the forefathers understood that the internet was going to happen someday right right like people who talk about things from either 200 2000 or you know, two million years ago and say, nope, that's the way it was then. So that's the way it's got to be now. Right. That is so fucking asinine and backwards. Yeah. Like there is nothing good and proper about that. No. I I don't understand. Don't you want better? Don't you want to grow? Don't you want to learn? Don't you want more? I mean, I, I you know, maybe that's what the New Testament's going to be. That That's them growing and then and, and learning. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's what people we tell me all the time. We haven't read it yet, so sure, I'll, I'll leave room for that possibility. But I'm a doubter. 
I'm going to tell I, you that. I am skeptical. I am definitely not, uh, not convinced. I'm yeah. not holding out much hope. Right. So anyway, um, we're just rambling on now about bullshit. So that was Isaiah chapter 28. It sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Isaiah chapter 29. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. 
They're so called it's... poems, but the term is used loosely, not as like these rhyme scheme, like Shakespearean kind of poems, so okay. much as just um, it's Isaiah talking about Judah and Israel, and it, it's nothing, I don't know, story or whatever. Got it. Okay. okay. Yep. No. So just wanted to let you know where we're at and what we're doing. Sure. And now we are in Isaiah chapter 29. Yep. Which starts out, woe to you, Ariel. Ariel? Ariel, the city where David settled. Oh. So, yeah, I looked that up and we could talk more about it in a Q&A, I guess. Yeah. But it basically is just the city of uh, Jerusalem. Oh, okay. Okay. So. So Ariel equals Jerusalem then. Well, um, I... I looked it up. There is more about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we can we'll get talk into that on the that Q&A. Later. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, add year to year and let your cycle of festivals go on. Yet I will besiege Ariel. So I guess this is God talking? Okay. Mark? I mean, not, well, so, a lot of times in Isaiah, it seems to be Isaiah talking for, for God. On God's behalf. Yeah, yeah, which is, like, he's done a lot of, he's doing a lot of talking mm-hmm. for God. And I find that very bold. Of him? Yes. And also not with much authority that they've granted. Like, I don't see the authority behind it, right? Like, like, in other parts... the fuck do you think you are to speak so, my friend? Yeah, but even, like, other prophets in the Bible, Mm -hmm. they made a point to say, and God on this point in time and this night said this to this prophet, and then they... That's how they knew this thing, right? Right. This is just, like, God talking all the time... Yeah. Through I like this. They're like we want God to say something, but obviously God can't talk to us directly. So, so we're just gonna make Isaiah the person who's talking for God. Like we'll tack on a quote mark at the end and go said Isaiah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like oh, okay, is that how that works? Yeah, it's just really weird. It it is very weird. Yet I will besiege Ariel. She will mourn and lament. She will be to me like an altar harp. I will encamp against you on all sides. Mm, That's not very nice. Right? I will encircle you with towers and set up my siege works against you. Wait, God has siege works? Apparently he can Mm. have them built on his behalf. I guess that's true. He's he's used other forces as tools, so I Mm -hmm. guess maybe that's what he's talking about. Everybody. I just find it interesting the way they phrase these things. Yeah. Because they're saying God's going to do this, but no, like other countries or other tribes or other people... Yeah. Are gonna do this to them, and you're gonna claim that God did this. You're gonna attribute it to God. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's a diff- There's a huge difference. Huge. There. Yeah. Brought low, you will speak from the ground. Cause you you're dead. Or or humbled. Okay. That's, All right. You're okay. Okay. That's what we're looking at more in this chapter, based right. on what I've read. It's the great humbling. Got it. Okay. okay. Your speech will mumble out of the dust. Your voice will come ghost-like from the earth. Out of the dust, your speech will whisper. Or maybe a zombies. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. You know? So, so basically, when, when you're not worshiping God enough, he's going to scare you to the point where you grovel before him and are nearly dying of fright to the point that you're begging for forgiveness from him in order to win the love of people because he's jealous and an asshole. Is that basically what I'm understanding here sounds sounds about right okay all right but your many enemies will become like fine dust the ruthless hordes like blown chaff 
Suddenly, in an instant, the Lord Almighty will come with thunder, an earthquake and great noise, with windstorm and tempest and flames of a devouring fire. So Wait, who's he, he killing? He just, hold on, he just switched from, I am God speaking, I'm a getcha. Jerusalem. Like, that's what he, like, Ariel is Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Like, they're equating those two as the same name for that city or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, like, the way I understood it is to that point, up up until this point, was that he's going to surround Jerusalem in the, in the, and, and maybe attack them. But now it sounds like he's killing the enemies that are surrounding them. Well, what I was saying, though, was it was a complete change in um, tense of who's speaking. It was, I am God, I'm going to get you. Oh. And then the next sentence is, the Lord is going to get you. Oh, I see what you're saying. And I'm like, who are you? So are you sometimes... Israel or are you God? Would, <laughs> like, who are you? Are you Isaiah or are you the Lord? Right. Who is speaking here? There's no quote marks. I don't understand. So basically, we just have to try to keep up mm-hmm. and assume that that some well, I don't know. Sometimes it, Isaiah is speaking as God for God. Sometimes he's speaking as Isaiah about, about God. God, right? And it's, you just have to kind of determine in any instance which is going on at that point in time. I guess because apparently they didn't know anything about attribution back then. Right. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. The, the Bible has a great way of making early people sound very stupid. I mean, it makes me it's sad. not exclusive to early people. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it it just I'm like it it makes it it makes it seem like God were they really just that incapable of writing good words back then? And yes, I, I don't the know, answer is yes. But I don't know that that's true because the Bible was the only like words that survived. You know? Right, but I mean, I I think that literary works back then in general, and and just this, I'm just basing this off of what little I have studied about biblical writings and things like that. There weren't a lot of people that were versed in writing. Most of the people that were writing, quote unquote, writing back then, were copying. They weren't actually even writing. There was only a very, very, very select few so, like, who actually five, knew how to write. The five people who knew how to write were brainless. They weren't brainless. They just like their knowledge of what writing was is everything that they could determine. It wasn't based on tomes of tombs of knowledge of knowledge that they had for other um, from other people. You know, yeah. like they just were. They just didn't have the Internet yet. Yeah. And it's sad for them. Well, I, I'm I'm giving them a little bit of credit here. They've managed you. to write this stuff without a lot of help. You know, they did not have AI. That is certain. (laughs) Then the hordes of all the nations that fight against Ariel, that attack her and her fortress and besiege her, will be as it was, as it is with a dream, with a vision in the night, as when a hungry person dreams of eating but awakens hungry still. I hate that dream. Mm. As when a thirsty person dreams of drinking but awakens faint and thirsty still. No, when I dream of drinking... That's the time when I wake up and I have to run for the bathroom because I might pee my pants. <laughs> Seriously, and I'm not trying to pee the bed at my age. Right, yeah. So it will be with the hordes of the nations that fight against Mount Zion. They also might pee the bed? So, uh, I Again, I think we've switched to he's going to... He he brought those people there to fight mm-hmm. Jerusalem and now he's going to, to he's like, kill them. I'm going to get you now. I'm done this, with you. This, this is a really... 
like I I used you guys to scare them, but now I'm going to kill you. Yep. Instead of thanks, bye, it's thanks, die. (laughs) (laughs) Be stunned and amazed. Blind yourselves and be sightless. Be drunk, but not from wine. Stagger, but not from beer. The Lord has brought over you a deep sleep. Honk chew, honk chew, honk chew. Oh, my God. What? That's that's the fake snore. Yes, yes. He has sealed your eyes, which were the prophets. Mm. He has covered your heads, which were the seers. Okay. For you, this whole vision is nothing but words sealed in a scroll. And if you give the scroll to someone who can read and say, read this, please, they will answer, I can't. It is sealed. Or if you give the scroll to someone who cannot read and say, read this, please. They will answer, I don't know how to read. So no one can, okay. They can't read it. I'm really, I'm really struggling with this a little bit. Um, It's basically God is making them incapable of reading. Oh. Um, if they already don't know how to read, fine. If they do know how to read, he's making it to where they're not able to read. I see. So he's, is this kind of like the Tower of Babel? Kind of. Sort of? He's, yeah. He, he took away... They're prophets. He took away anybody who's able to explain stuff to them. Mm. He's taken away their ability to understand or decipher or or figure. Okay. They can't figure it out. Got it. You know? Yep. The Lord says, these people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, whatever, but their hearts are far from me. Mm. See? So he's, so, okay. All yeah, right. He's like, fuck all y'all. Yeah. I can see your heart. Right. Your lips suck. Got it. Your lips are moving, but you lie, lie, lie. <laughs> Megan Trainer. Sure. Yeah? yeah. You don't know that song? I do. I do. Okay. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules that have been taught, as, as rules are when right. God does not show himself. Yeah. Then they can only do the best they can do, which is lip service. Right, right. So that kind of... Like, God's blaming them, and I'm like, mm, that's not how a relationship works, bruh. Right. If you want somebody to actually know something, you have to teach them that thing. Yeah, and you weren't there, so, so they other made their people own shit did out. their best, I guess, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, and this is just even assuming that you actually exist. Right. Which I'm not even giving you that much credit, so. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, once more, I will astound these people with wonder upon wonder. Okay, good. The wisdom of the wise will perish. Oh, Mm, that's that's not not wonderful. Yeah, that's not good. The intelligence of the intelligent will vanish. It's also not good. Oh, God. It's like you feels a little bit like what's happening now in the United States, though. It it really does, doesn't it? (laughs) Woe to those who go to great depths to hide their plans from the Lord, who do their work in darkness and think, who sees us? Who will know? Like, well, I, you know, I, I don't believe that God will actually, because I don't think he's not, I don't, he's not, he's proven he can't see things very well. Yeah. Even with limited people on the planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this, this bit. In is, canon. Right. Yeah. In canon. Yeah. I'm so like, like, this is. A, you don't exist. B, um, the stories that I've read about the fake you. They yeah. don't paint you in a pretty light. Right. And also you seem also not capable of a lot of the things you claim later on, like here. Yeah. yeah. You know, like this is. You, you weren't capable of even this amount of knowledge with five people on the goddamn planet. Yeah. So. Sorry, but you're weak. Yeah. You turn things upside down as if the potter were thought to be like the clay. Mm. 
Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, you did not make me? I, and, I do. Uh, I do say that. But I don't say that to the one who formed me. I, I say right. that to people who claim that a thing yeah, formed yeah, me. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. And I'm like, no, that's not how science works. They're spermies and eggies. Yeah, not, and, not, a, not a god. Yeah, yeah. Can the pot say to the potter, you know nothing? Pots don't talk. That's true. So That's true. No. But also, if a pot did talk to me as I was potting it, yeah, potting it up, I would be like, um, I do know things, but I'm betting that because you're different that you know things too. Right. Like, what would a pot know? Um, Many different things than me, right? It's yeah. made up of different stuff than I am. It sure is. Wow. In a very short time, will not Lebanon be turned into a fertile field? And the fertile field seem like a forest? I, I'm i not, I don't know. So he's saying that the, the lands are going to switch. Sure. Switch no, I, I, got, I got it. But how, how would we know that? You mean did it, it happen? Did it happen? I don't think it did. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think it did. Because we still refer to that fertile field as that fertile field. And right. Lebanon was renowned back then as being that forest. Still is. Is it? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. It, it's not a fertile field. Right. I'll tell you that. Okay. In that day, the deaf will hear the words of the scroll, and out of gloom and darkness, the eyes of the blind will see. Once more, the humble will rejoice in the Lord. The needy will rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. The ruthless will vanish. The mockers will disappear, and all who have an e an eye for evil will be cut down. Okay. Mm. Okay. Those who, with a word, make someone out to be guilty, who ensnare the defender in court, and with false testimony deprive the innocent of justice. Hmm. So liars okay. are going to be true, and yeah, it all sounds are going to be lies. Sounds great, sort of. Maybe. No. Sounds. I don't know. Everything's going to switch places, is what he's saying. Right, okay. Truther's going to lie, liar's going to truth. Oh, I thought they said, I thought he was saying he was going to punish those people that were doing those things. Oh, maybe I missed it. I forgot to pay attention a little bit. Oh, I might have missed okay. that. I thought he was saying he was going to punish them, so I think we're okay here. Like, oh, that's okay. it, that's why I was saying. I think it sounds okay-ish, but, you know. Like, it's coming In practice, around? I don't know how it's going to work out. Right. Therefore, this is what the Lord who redeemed Abraham, says to the descendants of Jacob, No longer will Jacob be ashamed. No longer will their faces grow pale. When they see among them their children, the work of my hands, they will keep my name holy. They will acknowledge the holiness of the Holy One of Jacob and will stand in awe of the God of Israel. Hmm. Those who are wayward in spirit will gain understanding those who complain will accept instruction. The I end. See. So all they had to do was get rid of the brain trust and the um, the wise people in order to instill the correct fear and um, the, the correct fear of God into them. Is that is that basically what he's saying? He was going to kill the, like he's going to get rid of the intelligent people, right? Yeah. And he's going to get rid of the wise people. Mm-hmm. And that just leaves hypothetically i'm guessing he's kind of angling at the simple people hmm. that that need you know help and oh, and they, okay. they need the fear of god put in them right so if we get rid of all those smart and wise people it makes them so much easier to control that is what's happening in florida question mark 
Well, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about our um, schooling systems and how mm-hmm. they are, you know, not making this country a better place because we're losing a lot of um, skills. We're losing a lot of people yes. that could do better. Well, of course. So we're losing teachers for one thing, and we're not providing the teachers with what they need, which is why we're losing teachers. And then we're also crippling our teachers by not allowing them to um, have the access to education to pass on, like, I don't know, say books. Right, right. And um, teaching them about other people that are not white and straight and cis. Right. Like, yeah, so... We are dumbing down our nation. That is for certain. Yeah. And what replaces intelligence? Religion. Lambs. Well, yeah. And religion. Yeah. I mean, that's what's... The lambs of God. That's what they want. Religion mm-hmm. is thrives in, in times of... Dumbness. Yeah. Dumb, <laughs> dumbness. Yes. There we go. Me dumb. Love God. <laughs> All right. So that was Isaiah chapter 29. Sure as fuck was. And uh, we are going to be doing another podcast here in just a few minutes after we're done with this one. So after this one gets posted, you'll probably already see that we've got the other one posted, which Q&A. will be Q&A. And uh, then we've got a Patreon coming out tomorrow. Yes. And then um, I'll get the weekly wrap up done. And then we'll be back on Monday with Isaiah chapter 30. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what we're doing today right now? Well, technically, it's still Saturday. So mm-hmm. I guess that means we're doing Q&A Saturday. That's right. And so what will we be queuing and aing today? Well, today we're going over Isaiah chapters 25 through 29, which I got to tell you, <laughs> really fucked up my math for a minute. It did. It yeah. did. Yeah. You you don't like non-multiples of five. Well, we did five. It was just not, like, under normal circumstances, this would be chapters 26 through 30. Right. But last week, we only did four. Right. So we're off, and my math is off. We are, and yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, you got any anything to cover before we get into this, or should we just jump in? Let's just jump in. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. All right, so we are doing Q&A Saturday, and we are covering Isaiah chapters 25 through 29. Correct. Okay. So let us not forget that 25, 26, and 27 were still part of that um, Isaiah apocalypse. Right. So bad things are coming down the pipe. Yep. Right? So chapter 25 was about praise for the Lord's favor. Okay. Okay. And they were praising what God has done and it was all kinds of God is great kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but in verse two, it said the city will never be rebuilt. And there was all kinds of questions about what are they, which city, the city, what is the city? Right. Right. And a cursory glance at the passage would encourage readers to understand, obviously this must be referring to Babylon. Because that's okay. what they were kind yeah, of talking yeah, yeah, about. Right, right. But some scholars suppose that Samaria was intended. 
Okay. okay. But here we go. Guess what? Not everybody agrees. Oh. Others contend that the word is used collectively and that various cities are intended. Like I see. the city, like all the ones that God's knocking down. Okay. Uh-oh, but guess what? That might not be it either. That might not be it either. Some Jewish scholars generally understand it to be Rome. Oh. Rome will never be rebuilt. Okay? Oh. While still other leaders in the Jewish community understand it to refer to many cities which they say will be destroyed in the coming times of Gog and Magog. Okay. So that's a whole thing. Got it. Okay. There's a lot of cities that might never be rebuilt. Right. Yeah. Who knows? So Rome definitely still exists. I know it, that it I know does. that one for sure. It does. Yeah. yeah. So so that happened in, in chapter twenty five, like what was that about? I don't know. Right. Okay. Yeah. So chapter 26 was about a song of trust in the Lord's protection. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing particularly good or bad in, in that for me to cover. Like there's no special notes other than that. Don't forget. It's still part of the Isaiah apocalypse. Okay. Um, Generally that chapter was about the city of God and the versus the city of man. Okay. Like talking about, relying on the systems that man has built up versus the systems that God wants you to rely on. Okay. Um, God's people anticipate vindication and there was a community lament. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of that chapter, God's people anticipate vindication and that gets continued on into the next chapter. Okay. Okay. Yep. So Isaiah 27. So this is the last of the Isaiah apocalypse yeah okay right so um this one was interesting because they talked about leviathan right right Wait, we skipped right over like they didn't cover whether it was zombies or not in 26 no we didn't that wasn't something that I came up i know if they were really zombies well then i will do a special little extra <laughs> thing about zombies but that wasn't so... part of my legit uh, um studies okay okay right. so I apologize. I skipped right over that. I was trying to be serious mm. and and I wasn't my normal fun-loving self. All right. All right. So I'll go back, though, at some point and we'll talk about zombies in the Bible. Okay. Okay? Yep. I, I really think we ought to reserve zombies in the Bible to after Jesus comes and dies, though. Okay? But but there's other zombies. I like, know, but I mean, we could do a whole zombies in the Bible oh, special. Oh, I see. I see. And, like, lump them all in. Okay. you know... Why do we only have to do one special? We could do zombies all the time. Why don't we discuss this some other time I'm when just... I'm not on the spot? <laughs> Jeez. That that sounds great, dear. Okay. I'll study all, right. all the zombies. And great. Yeah. We will talk Let's about turn this into a zombie, a biblical zombie podcast, you know? Okay. We can do why, that. Why doesn't that exist? It should exist. It should exist, honestly. Yeah, right? Just in time for not Halloween. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> timing's not my best thing. So No, it really isn't. But let's talk about Leviathan, though. Leviathan, yes. Okay. So the language used here draws on mythology and ancient myths of uh, nations near Israel. Okay. Okay. Yep. And the term Leviathan, as used here, is normally linked with Ugaritic Lotan. Do you okay. remember us talking about Lotan before in one kind of our specials? Of, yes. He sort was of. the chaos monster destroyed by Baal in the Canaanite creation myth. Oh, it may okay. be applied figuratively to monstrous enemies of Israel and therefore also of God. I see. Okay. Okay. Leviathan is also referred to in Job and in Psalms. Do you remember that? Vaguely. 
These passages reinforce the idea of Leviathan as a mighty serpent-like creature connected with the sea who resists God and will be crushed by the Lord. Yeah, in about two sentences or so. Yeah. I was very disappointed with that. Uh, I was as well, but it's something that's referred to big time um, when it comes to like the end times and that whole Gog and Magog thing. Sure, sure. So what I I found out since, because I was curious about Leviathan a little bit, mm -hmm. but apparently there's like this whole like um, Leviathan cult type thing. Like it's almost kind of connected with like devil worshiping maybe Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure how that all works in and and i'm sure by devil worship i'm not really meaning like they literally worship the devil or leviathan it's probably similar thinkings to spiritualism or something like that but there's like a symbol and everything it's really cool oh wow it's like it's like an upside down cross with like a infinity symbol on the bottom interesting yeah it's really neat huh had not heard of that. I, I something I definitely want to look into more at some point. So, sure. Yeah. Uh, along with our zombies. We well, yeah, zombies and leviathans and yeah, all yeah. that. Lions and tigers. That's, that's and good bears shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in the kingdom of the Lord, Israel receives mercy. Go, just going on through sure. that chapter. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. God shows His mercy to Israel, and that even though He struck Israel. When Israel went astray. He didn't kill them all. He did not strike Israel as severely as he did the other nations. So right. it's like the abusive husband who says, why are you crying? I didn't hit you as hard as I could have. You should have seen the wife I had before you. Not not me, husband. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like. It, that that's what it reads as. Like this whole sure. abusive, like, I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So God shows his mercy to Israel in that he destroyed their idolatrous altars and images and forced them to worship only him. But how many times have we heard that fucking story over and over and over and over again? He's always destroying all all the idols and all the gods and all the whatevers, and they just keep coming back over and over and over again. Spoiler alert, they'd never get destroyed. Right, yeah, it's... It's dumb. It is. And it's tiresome, moreover. Right. It's just, it's like, it's, he's just like pumping his chest out and, well, I'm going to do this thing and then not actually do it. Yep, it's true. So God makes the nation submit to him because that's what a merciful, loving God does. <laughs> right? And then in the kingdom of the Lord, the city of man lies desolate. Mm. And in the kingdom of the Lord, he is worshipped in Jerusalem. I so, Okay. That happened in chapter 27. By all the people he didn't kill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was the end of the apocalypse stuff. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Now we're in 28. And 28 through 35 are a collection of quote unquote poems on Israel and Judah. Right. Okay. But mostly what I've got out of so far is drunkenness. Well, yeah. Obviously. And blindness. Right. Right. And illiteracy. Yeah. And he's going to wipe away intelligence and wisdom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So these are mostly directed to the southern kingdom of Judah, since it is most often effective to address a sin present in a third party and then apply it directly to the person. Isaiah will first speak of the sin of Israel and then switch the focus to Judah. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if that's something that that we missed. I, I certainly, I certainly did not catch I mean, that. he was talking. I thought he was talking about enemies, but I mm-hmm. guess given the time frame of this. They were two different kingdoms, so mm-hmm. I guess those people could be considered um, 
enemies at that point sure. in time. So sure. that might that that I, I just didn't catch that, that exactly was what was going on. Same, same. So in this particular chapter, chapter twenty eight, um, we talked about the condemnation and captivity of Ephraim. Do you remember all that? That's where he was talking about the sinful state of the drunkards of Ephraim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And a flood of judgment upon the drunkards of Ephraim. Right. Okay. Now, in verse one, it said, Woe to the crown of pride to the drunkards of Ephraim. Yeah. Crown refers to Samaria, which was the capital city of the northern kingdom of Israel, where the priests and prophets are included among the drunkards. Okay. Okay. Yep. So then it goes on to talk about the beauty of the Lord replacing the faded beauty of Ephraim and the corruption of drunkenness in Judah and God's message to those who are ripe for judgment and the simple message gets mocked. Mm, okay. We love them mocking mockers. Right, right. Right. Yeah. And Isaiah warns of the consequences of rejecting the simple message of the Lord. Okay, so then he gives the warning to Jerusalem. The the message that he's giving. Yes. By by for the Lord. Yes. To Jerusalem. He's like, stop mocking me. Did it ever occur to Isaiah or anybody that maybe he just wasn't the best messenger? Could that I mean that's what I would have thought, but who am I? If he can't seem to get the point across, maybe it's a him issue. Right. You know? He's like, stop mocking me. I'm trying to tell you what the God said. Right, yeah. Oh, but the Lord doesn't like it when you make fun of me. <laughs> so he gives a message, a warning to Jerusalem. Okay. okay, yeah. And he talks about the cornerstone, of which is Zion. Right. Okay. The false confidence of sinful leaders, the security of the Messiah, and the precarious place of sinners. And he gives advice to those ripe for judgment. Right. Okay, and we end that chapter with a parable of the farmer. Yeah. The timing of the farmer versus the timing of God. Right. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember that boring I, silliness? I do. I do. All right. So then we move on to chapter 29, which is what we just finished reading. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we talk about a problem solved and a problem started, kind of like Eminem or not Eminem. Um, vanilla ice. Sorry, different white wrapper. Um, um, you're gonna have to clarify here. If what you're you got a about. problem, yo, he solved it. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, okay. sorry. Right. We talked about Ariel and her enemies. To check out my God while Isaiah revolves it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, you right, got sorry. it. Yeah, yeah. Just, it was it was it was rattling around in my brain. Mm -hmm, I had to get it out. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I apologize that I even said Eminem. I was <laughs> like, I, sometimes when you get old, you like. Things start to blend together. Is that what happens? That's exactly what happens. Okay. All yeah. Right. yeah. I am two years older than you. You are. So, so I guess it's coming any day now. Yeah. You're yeah. just not quite I gotta, there yet. I got to get there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you recall, you know, just 10 minutes ago when we read this, <laughs> that verse one said, woe to Ariel, to Ariel, the city where David dwelt, add year to year, let feasts come around. Yeah. So Ariel is Jerusalem and means literally lion of god oh okay okay some scholars suggest that the term ariel is de derived from the root ari a-r-i meaning to burn such that isaiah expects that jerusalem will become like the altar which we read about later in that same section which i.e would be a scene of holocaust oh wow and, yeah wow so he's talking about burning the shit down Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
given the context of the verses, calling Jerusalem Lion of God is probably sarcastic. The repetition of the name, it's used four times in two verses. Yeah. And the context of God's judgment against Jerusalem suggests the idea that Jerusalem may have thought of herself as the Lion of God, but God certainly did not share that lofty opinion of the city as we read. Got it. So it was almost like a mocking of Mm -hmm. them referring to themselves that way, sort of? Yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, go on, Ariel. Speaking of Ariel, I'm going to burn your shit down. Right, right. You know? But it was very confusing to just throw out that new name for Jerusalem out of nowhere. Yeah, it was new to us, but it would not have been new to the people at the time. Sure. No, I, I get it. But in reading the Bible, yes. you know, like it's it comes across as very abrupt like, and like, what, what? what are we talking are about? What are talking about? Yeah. But that's why we do these so that we can like try to like, what the fuck did I just read? But this is also part of the reason why I have such immense trouble believing that any of this is not even okay so logically i just don't believe there's god period the end that doesn't require the bible nothing anything like that Mm -hmm. but like beyond that if you are going to tell me that i'm supposed to find god in the bible Mm -hmm. or or whatever reading through this thing it's not it's not put down in a way that makes a lot of sense like you you would think a god could make their their one book that they have to to mm-hmm. spread their message right a lot more clear and a lot more concise what i've come to the conclusion of is that the bible is more like for the uber fans like <laughs> you already believe in god and then you read this for like the background shit if okay. you're interested in stuff that you already like yeah, yeah. it's not for noobs that come in and want to like figure out. So what's God? No, that's not how you do it. Like, sure. Like it's like if you were reading about a band and you read all of their lyrics and you read all of their stuff, but you had never heard their music before. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're supposed to have already gone to the concert or at least heard a few songs on the radio. Okay. And then you're like, wow, I really like this music. I wonder what the song is. So means. it's it's really it's our fault. We've never heard yes. God on the radio. Yes, that okay. is correct. I, I Although see. I would go further and say that it's God's fault because he never released a single. That's yes, true. If it was it definitely wasn't a hit single. Mm. Mm. No. Not in the US. Never made anyway. the charts here anyway. Yeah. Not, never... not in this household. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if he, like, turned on that light switch that we talked about yeah. and made us interested in seeing what is God all about, I might be interested in believing in God. Right. Then we would experience God and then want to learn more and then read the Bible. But that's not how the Bible is presented to us. The Bible is presented as, you should read this and find God. no. Actually, that's backwards, guys. Right. You're supposed to, like, find God and then read the Bible. That's sure. That's my interpretation. That, that's, that's my That's the way you see it's supposed to. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, whatever. Regardless, Why? I don't believe in God. I've never felt God. Yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And the Bible is not helping me. It's just making matters worse. Right. So, right. Yeah. for me, it wouldn't have mattered because there was never going to be hearing the single and being interested in learning more about the band. Right. And I, I'm just, I just want to reiterate the words in the Bible don't lend credibility to it. No, they so, really don't. That's all. So 
at any rate, God didn't share that lofty opinion of the city. Okay. okay? Yeah. It may be that the people of Jerusalem had taken to calling themselves by the name Ariel to both express and strengthen their confidence. Okay. Kind of like how we call like um, New York the Big Apple or whatever. Right. Like yeah. in centuries to come, they would be like, there's not an apple though. Right. They don't even grow apples there. Or what like the our, our hometown is, you know, it's Dayton mm-hmm. and they call it the Gem City. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, you know, like, we give them names that are, you know, better, loftier than what they actually Actually are. are. So, yeah. yeah. The Shining City on the Hill. What's that? That one is... Sounds um, familiar, like I should know it. D.C. kind of thing. Oh. Um, Okay. Like, we should all... uh, um, It's supposed to be representative of the great city of freedom of the U.S. to Like, the thing that we're supposed to aspire to. Got it. To... For other countries to want to be like us. Got it, got that it. That whole shining city on the hill. Okay, know? got it. Like, we, we should want to be better and other people want to be us. Got it. All right, so that was Ariel and what she meant. She's a city. Okay. Not a mermaid. Yeah. Neither little nor big. Sure. Okay. Okay. And there's no Ursula. That's that's sad. That is sad. Did you know that the character of Ursula in, in Disney's Little Mermaid was actually based upon a drag queen. I did, because you've told me that. Mm. Yeah. I just thought that was so cool. And it. Uh, I'm going way off topic here, but um, I have discovered so many Disney characters are queer-coded because of the artists involved in creating the Disney yeah. movies. Right. And it's just so sad that it has to be queer-coded and can't just be like blatant and out there. Because it's becoming more that way. Like they are doing better about actually bringing some of this stuff quietly. into the mainstream a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, no, I I agree with you though. Especially you know in our childhood, a lot of that stuff was very not. They had to hide it. Mm-hmm. They had to hide it a hundred percent. So yeah, like lots of hidden signals and messages and right images. Sure. I just I would I would like to see a world where everything's just like normalized and it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Right. But again, that's way off topic and beyond the scope of this me- measly little podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else for us to cover here? Well, did you want to talk a little bit about the blindness that came on i mean i i didn't really have a lot of notes to take about it because it was all very straightforward i'm gonna make it blind and unable to read okay you know i mean what what kind of like what's the highlights of the notes that you do you have highlights of them um okay so in let me back away from that yeah from from for a minute okay okay so verse six said you will be visited by the lord of hosts and in some translations, the word visited is actually rendered as punished. Oh, yeah. Okay. You will be punished, not visited. Got it. You will get spanked, not invited to tea and crumpets. Ah, that's sad. That's a completely different context. Right. That's yeah. not even the same fucking word. No. Okay. Yep. So then um, when we talk about blindness and hypocrisy in Israel, yeah, the spiritual blindness is going to be... Um, this spiritual stupor and illiteracy and all of that that was talked about. Okay. Um, it, there are people who actually compare that to the sleep that Adam was put in to 
when he was placed in a coma for God to draw out his rib. Oh, okay. In right. creating Eve in the second um, creation story. Right, right. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting that some of the uh, words translate similarly so that that could have been the kind of sleep that the stupor that God hmm. was referring to. Okay. And um, there's supposed to be a supernatural act of changing hearts and imparting new wisdom. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm, I, I could see. So that, um, that almost makes sense if you're talking about like the bit from Adam and, or when he was taking Adam's rib, right? Mm -hmm. If that's the kind of stupor you're talking about, like he took the rib and made a woman, right? Mm -hmm. But we're talking about God in Israel putting them into the stupor and then making them more fearful of God and more reverent, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. it's a it's just more of a spiritual mm -hmm. implantation than yes. than creating a new physical creating or a whatever. new being, but instead of a new physical being, a new spiritual being. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that would be an interesting way to take that as a, as a metaphor. Yeah. So, yeah. so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I always love the literary parts. Yeah, for sure. When we're talking about the wording of stuff. Right. So verse 22 in that last chapter, I found very interesting. It says, therefore, thus says the Lord who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob shall not now be ashamed, nor shall his face turn pale. Okay. okay. The phrasing is particularly suspicious because there is no incident in the biblical history of Abraham. Right. To which the expression, quote, redeem is specially appropriate. Okay. There is, however, a late Jewish legend about his being delivered from a fiery death prepared for him by his heathen relations. And that apparently is something we'll read about in the book of Jubilees. Oh. And the words may be a later interpolation, meaning something that was added on after this book was written, which was already okay. later than some of the other stuff. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. again, with the... The extras and the, the more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never, we'll never, we're never going to finish this. No, ever. It's just always going to, we're going to keep going on and on and on. Yeah, and you still want to talk about fucking zombies and yeah, well, yeah, that's that's I mean, fun. I'm just saying, like, there's this stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. So is that all we? Uh... That now that's all I have. Yeah. All that right. Is my notes. Well, that was our Q and A for this Saturday. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're gonna wrap this up here, and we will be back uh, tomorrow with, or later today, depending on when I get this actually released, mm -hmm. um, with our. Well, you'll be doing your weekly. No, prior to that, we'll be doing a Patreon. Right. Yes. And then I'll be doing my weekly wrap up that yes. I put together. And then we'll be back on Monday with Isaiah chapter 30. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick 
and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys. We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Guess what we're doing today? Well, it's Sunday, which would mean that we're probably doing... Patreon! That's the one. Um, and what kind of a what kind of episode are we doing today? A controversial one. Oh, okay. We are covering the phrase, from the river to the sea. Which has caused some recent news with... Uh, what was her name? It was... Uh, it was not Elon Omar, as we accidentally said oh. before. It's Rashida Tlaib. Oh, I'm so sorry. Same. I, I fucked that up. I fucked that up. We fucked that up. Yes. You supplied part of the name. I supplied the rest of the name. Right, right. And, yeah, it wasn't her. Okay. Well, anyway, it was recent news and it was controversial. And it was one of the squad members. Yes, yes. All right. So are you ready to get into this episode? I am. All right. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so from the river to the sea is okay. what we are talking about today. Got it. And that didn't rhyme. No, it did not. Much like how the actual phrase um, from Palestinians is from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Yes. That rhymes in English, but it doesn't rhyme. In any other language, obviously. <laughs> Got it. So I was trying to be cute there. I, I see. There I won't see. be a lot of cute in this episode, so I right. had to take it where I could. Okay. So, first of all, are you familiar with what river and what sea is being referred to? Not specifically, but I think maybe it was the Euphrates and then the sea. No, so I'm wrong. No. Yeah. It's Okay, so the river is the Jordan River. Oh, okay. And then the sea is the Mediterranean Sea. Okay. And I... I failed. I didn't have to check my notes for that. Yeah. I actually knew that. Well, that's good. Right? That's good, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, do you know, before we get started into this, do you know what the phrase means? My understanding is that it is something to do with wiping Israel off the map, essentially. Could be. Could be. Depends but that's, who you that's, ask. Right, right. No, I mean, that's, that's why there's such a uproar about the statement that was mm-hmm. said. Um. So, yeah, anyway, I'll let you pick this up because you're the one that did the research. So. Right. I just wasn't sure how much you knew already before I dive in. Other and... than it caused an uproar, I don't know a whole lot. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I had never heard it until the recent uproar because right. I didn't hear a lot of things. Sure. Because I just don't know stuff. Yeah. So I like to think that I, I know things because I listen to news and stuff, but I have to keep remembering over and over and over again that news happened before I started paying attention to it and that a lot of the things that I know are based only on what has been discussed since I started listening to the news. Sure, sure. So there was a whole world of news before I started listening to it in my late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, they call it history. Right. Yeah. And I always forget about it. (laughs) Well, for example... um, Similar topic. There's a lot of um, Jewish tropes that I never had heard of. Right. And that apparently are quite common. Um, Stereotypes, those kinds of things. And so um, when they were brought up as 
things that were in um, Harry Potter books, for example. Yeah. I had no idea. And there's a lot of people that were like, um, how could you miss it? They were obvious. And I'm like, I missed it because if you've never heard of them, they aren't obvious. Right. right. So that's how. Um, and, and this is all kind of related somewhat. So that's why I'm, I sound like I'm all over the page, but I'm kind of not. Okay. So my question that brought this on, that brought on this particular episode and conversation was, where did that phrase come from? And I, we had read something, um, I think it was the week before last. I don't even remember which chapter of Isaiah it was at this point right. that mentioned a river and it mentioned a sea. And I, I thought I had read that, that that was referencing the statement, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't. Okay. Um, there, people have tried to take from the Bible and say that's where it came from, but it didn't come from the Bible. Okay. It's not originally a biblical phrase. Got it. So where it first became a thing is from the river to the sea was a political slogan. And it does refer to geographically to the area between the Jordan river and the Mediterranean sea, as I said. Sure. And that area is also described as Palestine and Eretz Israel, which currently includes Oh no, what happened? Well, this is a special Patreon episode actually, <gasps> which so- means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. <gasps> Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Become a member for as low as $2 a month, and you'll have access to all these special things and and goodies, too. So, you know, go do that. So this was just a teaser. Yeah, teaser. Okay, just checking. Bye. 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 Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.